Welcome back to Omid Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mishnah Megillah one Omid at a time. Is a merit is a chutz for our hostages and for the soldiers in all of Israel. We are learning Daf Yud Aleph Omid Beis at eleven B, beginning on the bottom of Yud Aleph and Aleph. Today we're going to talk about a couple things. One is different people who ruled, different rulers who ruled the entire world, and who's in the list, who's not in the list, and then we're going to discuss uh, the various calculations of the kings of Persia who tried to calculate knowing that Yirmiyahu said that the exile from above El would only be 70 years. Meaning to say that whoever ruled in the interim only had a 70-year reign, and they all calculated to try to figure out when did those 70 years start. All of them made a mistake in the calculation and thus celebrated prematurely, bringing to their ultimate demise. Says the Gemara. Um, Three kings ruled the entire world. ruled the entire world. How do we know Ahav ruled the whole world? Because it says, this is found in, um, in, in Melachim. He basically made them swear, as Hashem your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where a master has not sent to look for you. Uh, and if he did not rule them, how can he make them swear? It must be, the fact he can make them swear is because he ruled over them. And as we say here, this is a thing in Yirmiyahu, yeah, in Yirmiyahu, and it shall come to pass that the nation and the kingdom, which will not serve him, will the king of Babel, and then he'll, he, will, he will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylonia. Okay. As we just mentioned previously, which either means which either means that he, Hodu and Kush are two sides of the world, or just like he ruled over Hodu and Kush, two neighboring provinces, he ruled over the entire world. Okay, now the Gemara's got a problem, because there are other places in Tanakh where we seem to mention there were kings who ruled the entire world. Why are they not in this list? Is that it? There's Shlomo. Shlomo ruled the entire world. So now, I don't want to get into the details, but Gemara in Gittin has a very strange situation, story about Shlomo and getting into a fight with angels and, and demons and losing part of his kingdom. So, Shlomo, So we say Shlomo's reign was not complete because he, um, he, he seemingly lost some of his, ki- his kingdom after this whole fight. This is, makes sense according to those who say Shlomo was a king, and afterwards he became a regular commoner again. Uh, when we say he became a regular commoner, I believe Rashi says, meaning he never fully regained his kingship. One who said that in this strange story, he was king, he lost his kingship and came back to being king, he returned to the king. What is there to say? So surely he ruled the entire world. So Shlomo No, Shlomo doesn't belong in the, in the list because Shlomo was very different. His rulership of the world wasn't just the rulership of this world, but also... He reigned over this, the, the lower world and the upper world, the world of angels. And therefore, Shlomo sat on the throne of God, and since his monarchy was unique, so he's not included in this list. Okay. There's Sancheirov who said, Which of the gods of these lands have saved their land from my hand, as in he ruled the entire world? No, Sennacherib never captured Yerushalayim. It's a famous story where his army was surrounded it, and they heard a lot of noise, and they all ran away. 
like many armies over the course of time, when it got to Israel, somehow they disintegrated, they fell apart, and uh, it didn't end up, they didn't end up finishing their conquest. Okay. So I know this is Daniel already, because Daniel is written in Aramaic. And it says, King Daryavesh wrote, To all the people, nations, and languages that live in all earth, your presence shall multiply. So we see he, he seemingly was ruling over all the nations of the world. No, Ha'ika Shevet Malchalab. There were seven provinces he didn't rule. Tixiv, it says that Dayavash wrote, it pleased Dayavash that he appointed over the kingdom 120 governors. Well, as we know from before, there are 127, so clearly he didn't, uh, he, didn't, he, he, he didn't extend his malchus, his kingship, to seven of these, as in he didn't have reign over them. But he could, uh, Korister is Cyrus. Since he reigned over the whole world, uh, Cyrus the uh, said, "All the kingdoms of the earth have God, God has given me." So clearly, he why why was he not in the list of the three who uh, ruled the whole world? No, here Cyrus is talking about himself, saying, "I ruled the whole world," but he's exaggerating. He's lying. Okay. In those days when the king sat, says we said in the Megillah. And later it says in the third year of his reign. So it says in those days when the king sat, that seems to imply it was year one of the reign. But then later it says in the third year of his reign. So which one was it? What does it mean when he sat? After his mind was put to ease. What does this mean? So this is where we're going to get into the calculation that there was a there was a nevuah, a prophecy from Yirmiyahu. Yirmiyahu wrote that Hashem says after seventy years are complete, the Jews will I will remember you and you will return to this place, as in you'll return from your exile. And therefore, all the kings lived with a constant anxiety that seventy years are going to come up, they're going to lose their kingship, and the Jews are going to return. Well, in the third year of Achashverosh's reign. He, his mind was put to ease. He no longer was anxious because he realized his prophecy is not going to be fulfilled based on his uh, calculation, which he made an error. Omar Balshatzar. So Achashverosh says to himself, Balshatzar Balshatzar calculated seven years, but he made a mistake. But I calculated correctly. I did not make a mistake. Just thus the Jews are not going to return. So now we're going to go through the calculations. Just a little bit of background. There's a very long Rashi here, which gives him background. Rashi says as follows. That the Babylonian Empire was founded when Nebuchadnezzar ascended the throne in the year 3,319 from Brias Olam, when the world was created. Just a little context. Um, uh, okay, good. Now, one year after he ascended the throne, he conquers Israel. Um, he overwhelms Yehoiakim, who's the Melech. Um, then, seven years later, which is now eight years into his reign, he, eg- he exiles a lot of the people, including Yehoiakim, the king. Okay, fine. And it was only 11 years after that that he destroys the temple. Okay, so th- that means that's 19 years into his reign. 19 years into his reign, 18 years, 18 years into, um, 18 years into when he first began the uh, con- conquering, uh, conquering Israel. Correct. So again, 19 years into his reign, because year one, he didn't do anything. Year two, he conquers Israel. Year, uh, year eight into his reign, which is seven years after he conquers Israel, he does the first expulsion of the Jews, and then 11 years later, which is year 19 of his reign, 
he is going to he's going to destroy the temple. And now you can probably guess what's going to happen here. When exactly we're going to calculate the seventy years from year one of his reign, year two of his reign when he first enters Israel, year eight of his reign when he expels Jehoiakim the king, or year nineteen when he destroys the temple. And this is going to be the source of of a debate and the miscalculations of the various kings. So now let's begin. My hi, what was Balshatzar's calculation? Dixit. It writes, Ki lefi malos lebavel shivim shana efkod eschem. When seventy years are completed for Bavel, I shall remember you. Again, we quoted this a minute ago from from Yirmiyahu. Says Balshatzar, Uksiv lemalchus lechorvas yushlaim shivim shana to complete the seven years from the ruins of Yushalayim. So Balshatzar understands what's the ruins of Yushalayim. That began when Nebuchadnezzar ascended the throne. That was really the beginning of it because that, this is when the evil king ascended the throne and began the long campaign, which took 19 years, effectively. So he says as follows. By the way, just for those who are interested in this, there is a very interesting debate about Chazal's calculation and the historical calculation, and if perhaps Chazal miscalculated, if you will, part of the chronology here because they were trying to um, obscure or hide something. Uh, Rabbi Shimon Schwab has a very famous essay, which he later recanted, although when you read it, the way he recanted it, it's, uh, it seems like he was put under pressure where he argues Chazal intentionally, intentionally uh, manipulated the history here in order to leave out, and there are actually missing years in the chronology. There was a man in, and now I'm just talking, though I should get back to this uh, Ahmed Yomi, there was a man named Rabbi Shai Walters, he was in Karambiyav when I was there. He he lived there, and he is an expert in the moon. In fact, when Oz Vahada wrote the Mesechtes for Shoshana, they reached out to him to do all the calculations, and he said to me once, he wrote an article proving from, again, this is beyond my, uh, my knowledge, but proving basically from the lunar phases, going back historically, that clearly there are missing years based on Chazal. I asked him to see the article, and he said to get it to me, and if you're listening to this, Rabbi Walters, I still have not received the article, so we'll leave it at that. Right now, we're working within Chazal's understanding, uh, or Chazal's, whatever Chazal are trying to convey in their understanding. So let's just now, with that, let's begin. There were 45 years of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Then following him were 23 years of evil Mordech's reign, and two years of his own reign. That equals 70. Okay. Therefore, once 70 years had come complete, he concluded the prophecy had not been fulfilled, or it was nullified, so he brings out all the vessels of the temple and uses them in a great feast, where he says effectively, look, uh, God, God was, your meal was wrong, the Jewish people are now in gullus forever and forevermore, and we know what happens next with Daniel, and they're writing on the wall, etc. Before we get to continue the story, we just want to prove, how do we prove Nebuchadnezzar reigned for 45 years? Because as a master said, they were exiled in the 7th year, they were exiled in the 8th year, they were exiled in the 18th year, they were exiled in the 18th year. So what are all these random numbers? So I, because I prefaced that we know what these are. 7, 8, 18, and 19. What are all these, uh, what do these all mean? So it says the Gemara as follows. Gila b'shiva v'kibosh yoyokim gila z'yivachan. The exile in the 7th year, the 7th year was, meaning the 7th year that followed Nebuchadnezzar's conquest. He, 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 um, he, expel, he expels yoyokim, which is 8 years into his reign. Right, one we said year one he, he was doing whatever he, whatever he was doing. Year two is when he conquered Yushalayim. So it means seven years into conquering Yushalayim, he expels Yoyakim. Eight years into his reign, Gila b'Shmona Esther v'Kibas Yoyakim v'Gila t'Kiyoh. The Egel of Tzidkiyoh was in the eighteenth year following his conquest of Yoyakim of the of Jewish of of Judea. 
which was she Tisha Esser with Nebuchadnezzar with the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Because it says in the first year Nebuchadnezzar conquered Nineveh, in the second year he conquers Yushalayim. So again, the first year he wasn't doing nothing, he was, doing other, he was in, in, involved in other conquests, and the second year he conquered Yushalayim. Okay, so based on all that, how do we know they still there's 45 years of Nebuchadnezzar's reign? Uksim. So now this is a, a long pasuk. This one is found in Yerminyahu. And it says, And it came to pass in the 37th year of the exile of Yoyakin, king of Judea, in the 12th month, on the 25th of the month, that evil Mordach, king of Babylonia, the first of his reign, lived in the head of Yoyakim, king of Yehuda, and brought him forth from jail. Okay. Now, Timnit. What's going on here? So, Nebuchadnezzar reigned eight years before he exiled Yoyakim. Okay. Uchlasim Sheva, and then he reigned another 37 years. Okay. The Hari Arm of Chamesh Nebuchadnezzar, and that's 45 years of Nebuchadnezzar, which is why the, the first year of then evil Mordech's reign is when he brings him out. Okay. Now, what is. Let, let's just compute all this. The Esther tells us evil Mordech Gemara. There are 23 years of evil Mordech's reign, as we know from tradition. So, again, we have now up to 45 years of. of, 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 of Nebuchadnezzar, we now have 23 years of evil Mordach. Betrita did day Shivan, and then there were two years of his own reign. This equals 70 years. Um, now, in the beginning of his third year, is when he celebrates. So now he said the Jews will not be redeemed. He brings forth all the came of his Hamikdash and uses them. His Ramimama Ulamonia Debesa Haisa Kadma. And that's what Daniel says to Balshatzar Above the master of heaven, you have exalted yourself. The vessel of his home, you have, have brought before you. And that night, Balshatzar uh, was killed. And it says, And Darius received the kingship at the age of 62 years. So, just to give a quick background, uh, so to, a quick summary of all this. In summary is Nebuchadnezzar, Evil Mordech, Balshatzar. Nebuchadnezzar reigns for 45 years. He started um, uh, from year one of his reign until Evil Mordech, who reigned for uh, 20, blah, 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 27, we said. And then two years into that, two years into that, Balshatzar makes a party in the 30 of his reign. And he gets killed. And then Darius gets up and he starts to reign after that. So now we're going to go through. Um, we're going to go through the next Achishverosh's calculation, how he messed up. So again, Bashat's mistake was he started counting from the beginning of, of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Well, that's a mistake. Armor iu miyuta tvei. So Achishverosh says, Bashat's made a mistake. Ana chashvina velokitina. But I will not make a mistake. Why? Miksiv lemachas bubble. Does it say that from 70 years of the ascendancy of the Babylonian Empire? No! Lebovachsiv is written for Bavel. My Lebovel, Legolus Bavel, from when the exile bubble began, Kam of so then how many years must we delete from Balshaz's calculation in order to recompute this? Timni 8. Why? Again, so he says, when did the Bavel, the, the Golus Bavel actually commence? It didn't begin when Nebuchadnezzar began to reign, it began when he exiled the king, when the monarchy, the Jewish monarchy ended. So we have to now delete eight years of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. So he, he says as follows. So if we do all this, now what that leaves is you delete eight years. So now once you delete eight years from the 70s, so now we're at, we, have, we have 72, we have uh, 62 years. Um, what took place during those eight, eight years? Well, Balshatzar reigned for three years. He only, two, right, two years 
he reigned, and that was the end of his calculation of 70, and therefore in the third year, he then said, Jewish people aren't going home. So we have to add one more year to Belshazzar. In five years of Dayavish and Kores, uh, and, and Cyrus. So now we have, now we have, so we have um, 62, 63, five years puts it at 68. And then, and now two years of his own reign puts him at 70 years. And the year following that, now the third year of his reign, uh, you know, as we said, it, was, it wasn't the third year of Achashverosh's reign. It's when he's finally, his anxiety is quieted. He realizes the Jews aren't going back and begins to party. Now, since seven years have completed, the Jews are not redeemed. They're not going to redeem. So he brings forth the Kalim on the base of Migdash. He makes his big feast. And then Satan comes and kills Vashi. Okay. Now, Gemara says, But Achishverosh did make a correct calculation. When did the Gullus begin? When Yohiakim was exiled. Thus, that was 70 years ago. No. Seven years that Yermio said it, the count began when Yerushalayim was destroyed, which was in year 18, 11 years after Yoyakim was exiled, and that's why, and that's why, that, that was his mistaken calculation, which is why it, 11 years after that. The implication here is that uh, Achishverus uh, reigned for more than, uh, for, for 11 years as well, and that will be the subject of tomorrow. I wish you all a wonderful day.